0: Hello and welcome to the Comic Fade podcast. Uh, I'm your host and co founder, Derek. Today I'm here with my other co founder, Jacob. Hello. I am with our regular member and uh, big deal, Jeremy. Hey, what's up, guys? And uh, a new addition to the podcast uh, is Peyton. Welcome. Hi, I'm happy to be here. (laughs) We're happy to have you. So, uh, just before we get started, I uh, wanted to apologize, it's been quite a while since we had our last uh, podcast, a lot of technical difficulties, uh, it's, and stuff like that, but we're back.
1: Blame so. Derek, just blame Derek for everything.
0: Sure, blame we
1: call- it, Well, the first one was my fault, but after that it was all Derek, but we haven't had a podcast in like two months, so. Yeah,
0: so, so we're gonna have like a huge podcast, so let's get right into it, um, a few weeks ago, we got the first Black Panther trailer. What do you guys think?
1: Um, it's great. Yeah, it looks like one of this looks like one of the best MCU movies. I agree. Possibly the best.
0: The cast is fantastic, and I'm a huge fan of Ryan Coogler, especially after uh, I saw Creed when it came out. But uh, seeing Fruit Rail Station and the pure emotion that you can get out of that. Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited, and the visuals they. They're kind, they're kind of starting to fix the boring visual thing that Marvel is doing.
1: Yeah, the colors look really nice. It looks dark and, like, great and gritty. Yeah. I hope it's good. Like, yeah.
0: I hope so, too. He was one of my favorite parts in, um, in Civil War, definitely. Uh, a lot of people, too. So, what about you,
2: Jeremy and David? Um, yeah, Black Panther is amazing. The director's amazing. The cast is amazing. I like to Batfire's cast. I love it. Um, I wonder what the story is going to be. We didn't see that much of it, but
0: you can kind of see... Actually, speculation is hard. Actually, they did a good job um,
2: I'd Yeah say. Can't wait for Chadwick Boseman. He was great. He is the best part in Civil War next to Spider-Man. Yeah I can't wait to see criminal next
3: I agree and you Peter? Uh, I really liked how just like all the characters it was super colorful. It looked like winter soldier to me but with a lot more color you know i like the tone but when it I has guess. that character it's just something else entirely and that's something i really appreciate from ryan googler ryan googler Googler. yeah googler
0: <laughs> um all right so the next news is um pretty big and there was a lot of debate on twitter actually um zach snyder um, Zack Snyder, uh, he dropped out of Justice League because of an unfortunate, um, very saddening family. Um, uh, I don't know how to categorize it, but... Um, and Whedon is going to helm the reshoots of Justice League. Well, uh, finish the shooting of it. Um, instead of Snyder. So, what do you guys think?
1: Um, I it, I think it's just a sad situation, but... Um, I'm glad that someone's coming in and finishing it for Zack Snyder, and, you know, it is what it is. It's not a very great situation, but, you know, hopefully it, the final product's okay, and, you know, Zack Snyder's okay and everything.
0: Yeah, um, it's definitely definitely very sad, and, uh, I mean, I'm a fan of Whedon, so um, it, uh, I'm glad, and a lot of people are saying, like, A lot of people, this sparked wars, and everyone was hating, and I don't think that's, I think that is stepping in as a friend, he's not taking over the movie. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's an important thing to remember. Yeah. I think, uh, it's such an iconic group of heroes that I think it's wrong to just assume that he's taking over and making it his own thing. I agree, he has his own, he has his own thing that came out in 2012.
2: Yeah. I think it's um, just helping. You know, Justice League. Um, I was excited for Zack Snyder finally getting his own, his own vision, and not the studio interfering with it. But this tragic loss. I'm glad somebody got somebody like Joss Whedon to do this because he's obviously the expert with superheroes and writing and stuff. So they got him to do it, and as a friend, so it's really cool of him to do something like that. And it's such a huge thing to tackle. So props to him. Maybe. Yeah.
0: Um, So to move on to our next piece of news um, John Wick is heading to TV and it's centering around the Continental, which uh, if you haven't seen them, which I guess I'd recommend not the hugest fan uh, but uh, the Continental is basically this branch of like hotels uh, for assassins um, And I believe I heard that it will be on HBO um, So that's cool
1: yeah, if it's, if, it's on a, if it's on a good channel, it'll be good. That's... I agree.
0: It needs a big budget, I'd say. Yeah. And that was one of the most intriguing parts about John Wick for me. The, and a lot of people I've heard, you know, I've seen reviews and stuff, they've said that the continental and the whole world aspect is something they really like, and I agree with that. I think they do a really good job. I haven't yeah,
3: um, seen John Wick, but I'm... Getting some, like, Grand Budapest Hotel vibes with all the different uh, yeah. hotel things, which was one of my favorite parts of that movie anyways, and seeing that with Assassins would be really interesting. Yeah. John Wick. Harrison?
2: Um, I like John Wick, and I like the content So I thought it was an interesting part of the movie, and I thought they could build a whole world around it if they wanted to, but not necessarily a movie, but a TV show is the right way to go, and especially if it's a They do a lot of huge things, like Game of Thrones and stuff, so they can't go wrong. I can't wait to see it.
1: Yeah, um, I don't really like John Wick and John Wick Two that much, but yeah, you know, if it's if it's a HBO or Netflix kind of thing, then yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, um, so I'm gonna mash two together. It's further on the list, but um, a new John Wick comic book series will be released, and it will tell his origin story that we do not know.
2: Yeah, I'm whatever. You know, I like the idea of making the comic book on John Wick because. You see his origin and you wonder how he does all these things, but we haven't really seen it in full. We got a new glimpse to the past and the yeah. towards it, but we've never really seen it in action, so I can't wait to see this.
0: One thing I have to say is I think if you're going to do a comic book series, that's the way to go. But uh, something that make, making him mysterious uh, kind of adds a layer to the character, so taking yeah. that away might take it- away that layer.
1: It's kind of like the same thing, the same issue I have with like the Han Solo um, Star Wars story movie is that like yeah. a part We're of get to that later. a part of John Wick and a part of that character is like the mystery behind him and how you don't know a lot about him and that makes him cooler. And if you okay. really explore his backstory, it takes it takes a you know an aspect away from John Wick. So, it you know I don't really think it's the best idea, but at least it's in a comic book, which most people are going to ignore. So, yeah.
0: yes, so. Now moving on to the next, uh, Simon Kinberg is direct X Men: Dark Phoenix, and Jessica Chastain will play the villain named Empress LaLonde. Someone um uh, one of my favorite comic book villains. I'm kidding. Yeah. I, I didn't. Re- uh, She's pretty much unknown to me. Um, but I personally I'm not the biggest fan of X Men Apocalypse. What about you guys?
1: Um, no. It seems like with X Men: Dark Phoenix they're not listening to fans, and they're just going in the same circle that they went in. With X Men Apocalypse, they need to get yep. something new and a new director, and you know, bring a fresh take to it, like they did with X Men First Class. It just by bringing back the same person that's been on this forever, it, Simon Kinberg and Brian Singer are just gonna keep going in circles and making the exactly. same movie like they've done they, nine they times. A new vision, so
0: because, uh, something that um, X Men First Class is one of my favorite comic book movies, and you had Matt Vaughn on that, and he brought. It you spin on everything, and then Ryan Singer just, he made it a good movie, and then
2: X-Men Apocalypse was, was utter trash. Yeah. yeah. Sweet Dreams were not made of X-Men Apocalypse, and I'm definitely a huge fan of it, but I did like the young cast. So now that they're doing Darth Phoenix, and they're continuing with Sophie Turner, and that's young Jean Grey and all that, all the young cast are coming back, that's what I like. But Simon King, Bert, he never directed a movie before, so I'm kinda scared but he does know the characters, because he's been on every single movie, which is good, yeah. but it also scares me, because he's been on the bad ones, too. So he has hits and misses.
0: Exactly. He's one of those hit-and-miss kind of guys. And also, what do you guys think about Jessica Chastain, who's going to play the villain?
2: Well, she's really talented. I can't wait to see like, what her character is, and how she's going to play on with Jean Grey, because she seems to be the main character of this movie. So, yeah, I can't wait.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. Um. Well, no, I'm not. Well, I'm like... I'm excited for some aspects of it. Um, I'm excited to see, you know, some new X-Men. I know, like, they confirmed uh, F- F- Dazzler, I think, has an appearance and stuff like that. Yes. So Dazzler. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I just, like, I think we've talked about this before. The X-Men kind of just need uh, something new and just needs, you know, kind of just a whole, like, reset. You know, the, the, the X-Men movies themselves, not Logan, not Wolverine, not Deadpool, but, like, the actual X-Men movies... Are like I said, going in circles and just rehashing the same stories. So they need something new. So I'm I hope this is good, but so far it's shaping up to be just like Apocalypse. So.
3: I agree. And your thoughts, Peyton? I really hate being that guy, but you know, I didn't really care too much about the X-Men like ever. And so with all these new movies, I feel like it's just the same stuff like you guys said. But I haven't seen them, so I can't really judge them like that. But yeah. uh, seeing something nice in new that's like a good opening for casual viewers who don't really know that much would be an amazing thing especially for me seeing as keeping up with all this is like pretty whack. i agree
1: yeah the continuity's gotten crazy out of control as well like the timeline yeah it just hours. makes no sense
0: um but uh i mean logan was fantastic uh yeah. because, because of how um fresh it was and how it how it didn't go in circles and how it wasn't the same thing uh, yeah so moving on to our next piece another justice league uh news danny elfman is now scoring justice league instead of junkie xl and um personally I, f- I feel that uh chunky xl can have more to more the sounds that justice League needs and danny elfman he's still i love danny elfman he's a great composer and a great uh person to helmet if uh
3: since Junkie XL left the project. So what do you guys think? Um, I think that um, Danny Elfman has a much more elegant style to him, while Junkie XL yeah. is more like drums and bass. I think finding a mix of that works like with uh, the Avengers score with Brian Tyler and Danny Elfman. There's some really nice parts to it that felt like it was this superhero movie that had really good, just a lot of ton of good music and it just worked because it just felt like the characters were something magical on screen, like they were in the first movie, but it translated through the music. And yeah. XL feels like he has a mythological connection to them with the characters, yeah. but uh, scores more to their actions rather than their whole vibe around them.
2: That's interesting.
1: Yeah, um, I, don't mind. yeah I think Danny Elfman's a superior composer, but I don't know if he'll bring the sound that Justice League needs. Uh yeah, exactly. I, I liked I like the Batman versus Superman score. I thought it was one of the best of last year, it was really good. So I, I, yeah, but Danny right. Elfman, he brought us the um uh he brought us the uh the Batman eighty nine score, the Spider Man two thousand two score. I mean like really iconic Avengers. Yeah, Avengers. Just iconic scores, so I mean it it's the safe choice, I guess.
0: Yeah, and um something I'll say is that I can recognize a Danny Elfman score, but I can't recognize yeah,
2: yeah. um, Danny Elfman, he's more of an iconic composer. Now, um, Junkie XL, I think he fits more of the rock star kind of, like you know how Justice League trailers have a bunch of rock music in it. I think Junkie XL can fit that t- tone more, but Danny Elfman is more iconic, and he has his fair run of superhero scores, so can't wait yep. to see what do with this one. Yeah. Alrighty,
0: so next, another huge teen movie, even bigger. Um, Avengers Infinity War will now have 62 Marvel characters and 32 of which will have a scene together um, with Scarlett Johansson, that's according to her. Um, a lot of people are worried that it will be overpacked, uh especially 32 people in the scene. Um, but it's Infinity War, so I don't know what you're expecting. They've been teasing it since 2012 how it's going to be this big, huge film, so...
1: Yeah, um, it is what it is. I mean, what did you think? They've been building, like, almost 20 movies now. This is, like, the, you know, the big climax of yeah. the overarching story, so I, I don't really care how many characters there are, as long as it's just well handled.
0: Uh, yeah, I agree. And I thought the Russo brothers did a good job with Winter Soldier. Um, and um, so I'm excited to see what they do.
2: Yeah, um, Infinity War, I know that going to have a bunch of characters. I know everyone was going to be in it. I don't know what anyone else expected, but the Russo brothers, they directed Civil War, which had a lot of characters in it too, and they know how to handle them all and give them enough on-screen time, so I think they can do a lot of good things with this movie because, you know, they can handle so many characters, and 32 isn't that much, especially because they've been building up for this, so, yeah. I can't wait to see it.
3: I agree. It's, um, yeah, 32 characters. It's really interesting. To me at least, because it's odd how all of them will interact together, and I hope it's just not a ton of quips back and forth with 32 yeah. <laughs> characters. That'll be such a big pain, just watching the movie and having that happen,
0: I but feel I like
3: really don't think it'll be like that. I, like, Pierce's fan speculation,
0: I feel like the 32 who have a scene together, that will be them like either getting ready to face off to Thanos, or them facing off with Thanos, Thanos. And doing one of those you know the um, the first Avengers had that shot where they where they pan around or the uh, in Avengers 2 at the beginning one yeah. of those shots um, so that's how I think they'll do that and I feel like the rest of the movie will be smaller groups of characters trying to figure
2: out what's going on yeah I have my own speculation about what's gonna happen like I think it's gonna be like all the teams and like you Doctor Strange's strangers people and the Avengers and the Guardians of the Galaxy we're trying to figure out what how to deal with this, and I know that I'm, I don't want to be that guy, but I think a bunch of quips wouldn't be that bad, especially if one of those characters is Star-Lord, and one of them is Tony Stark, and they're obviously funny characters, so if there's some quips, I wouldn't really complain, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I could definitely agree with that. So, moving on to the next piece of news, Batman the Mask of the Phantasm is getting a Blu-ray release, and in um, 180p remastered, which is, uh, it hasn't really been 1080p remaster
1: not 180 180 180 180 would be a quite the remaster
0: yeah sorry uh (laughs) 1080 um so (laughs) so uh so um i really enjoyed master the phantasm when i saw it a few years ago um I'd say it's one of the better Batman films, uh, so, uh, oh, it's the remastered.
1: most, um, it's the most underrated Batman movie of all time, so.
0: I agree, I agree with that, uh, very much, uh, so maybe this Blu-ray release will bring new opportunities since, uh, you know, they'll probably do a marketing thing, so, I'm excited
2: for it. Yeah. honestly support it. Honestly, I don't really, I guess I'm gonna say I don't care, I do want to see more Batman, but. I grew up more of a Marvel kid, so I never really seen the movie. I haven't heard of it until like a few years ago, but if it's yeah. 180p and on Blu-ray, I might pick it up.
3: It's a pretty great like just introduction, and I think that's how the DC EU Batman should go. I really like that like how uh, the Phantasm was there. They even mentioned the Phantasm in Batman vs Superman, so I'm hoping that's what they go for rather than like Maybe. Vicky Vale
1: or Rachel or anything. Yeah, there was like a ref. There was like a reference to, like, they, like, Alfred said a phantasm, like, and people kind of took it as, like, maybe he was talking about, you know, like, I I don't remember, but there was a reference. The
0: phantasm is an awesome character. Um, and, 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 oh, oh. and,
2: um, what are you talking about? She, is she she a a girl? Wait, what? Okay, let's
1: not spoil, okay, we're not gonna spoil the end of phantasm.
0: It could be, it could go either way. Um, but, uh, um, so yeah, I hope more people see it, it's a good film, Han Solo,
2: guys.
1: <laughs> okay, anyway, speaking of Han Solo. Uh,
0: yeah, um, well, I guess we could hop over to that. <laughs> um, so, Phil Lord and Chris Miller have stepped down from directing the Han Solo prequel. By the way, this is a huge, just, rundown of news, this is a huge event. Uh, they were later confirmed to be uh, fired by Kathleen Kennedy because of creative di- creative differences. Um, Ron Howard has stepped up to finish filming the prequel, and they hi- uh, they hired uh, Alden Enri- Elrich, the uh, the actor who's playing Han Solo, and acting coach, which is pretty embarrassing. Yeah, this so, is a complete mess. This is it's not it's not going well, uh, especially when you fire the two directors when there's three weeks left. Shooting scenes. Yeah, it's and Phil Lord and Chris Miller are excellent directors. Yeah, they could have brought something special, and apparently they were mistreated by Kathleen Kennedy.
1: And also, apparently, like some sources were claiming that when it was announced that Phil Lord and Chris Miller were fired, the cast and crew were clapping on set. So like, like I, I don't know, but it's a complete mess. Like it is a total mess. So
0: I think that they should postpone it to be honest, I feel like...
1: Uh, well, it is for it. sure gonna get... The, because right now, it's set for five months after The Last Jedi. There's no way they're gonna make that, so they'll probably push it back to December like all the other Star Wars movies. Which that's is true. honestly a good thing, because it should have been released good. in December. Yeah. But, but, you yeah, know...
0: I, I don't know how I feel about, like, uh, creative differences and leaving a movie, like, right before it finishes. I The whole situation is just Really bad. the
1: problem the problem i have with this is that when you're reaching like nine to ten this is the, the han solo movie is gonna be like the 10th star wars movie right and when you're yeah. reaching 10 movies in your franchise you're gonna have to start like switching it up like you're gonna have to start bringing new tones new visions new directors and exactly. i think I mean, phil lord think and that. chris miller um uh, they would have brought a comedic kind of tone to it and something new and Kathleen Kennedy fired them and brought in Ron Howard who's just going to do the same thing that was done in Rogue One so it's going to be nothing new basically he's just going to probably take a serious tone and it's going to be boring and it's going to be Rogue One 2.0 so, I'll
0: say I'll say one thing the cinematography is going to be pretty great it got Bradford Young Oh,
2: uh, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah so-
3: but the anthology, just the idea of anthology films was a mistake
1: yeah, it was.
3: It's,
0: it's because they wanna they wanna do that whole franchise thing. They well,
3: it's just that nobody really needs to know about that. It's just yeah. I'd rather but, let them go in different
0: directions. I want to see Lando. I want to see Childish Gambino. Well,
1: well, like it, like you know, like I said, it's um, you know, if you're gonna do an anthology films, Han Solo movie, which shouldn't have been done in the first place, at least do something new or different. But they're not. They're just doing something they've already done nine times like the same tone as all of the nine movies so like yeah. you know if you're gonna do this stupid film which pointless film in the first place at least get somebody like Phil Lord and Chris Miller who were totally fired so yeah it's
2: such a mess yeah it's it's just depressing the, the Han Solo actor to get him the acting coach that is so embarrassing i don't he's understand because i know he's a good actor because they chose him in the first place he nailed the audition so Yeah, getting him an acting coach and probably just makes no sense he was so used to um lord and miller's direction so i it, this whole thing is just crazy It was a mistake honestly exactly han solo died this movie not the force awakens so this is this is crazy uh-huh. yeah. um,
0: one little thing um if you can hire someone, an acting coach, but I have no idea why they'd they make it public.
2: Yeah.
1: That's, that's just...
0: It's kind of just a big fu to uh, the actor. All of yeah. And it's just... It, it makes it look even worse. And I don't understand why they want that.
2: No one's going to want to hire him.
0: Yeah. So, moving on to... Actually, this news is pretty sad, too. <laughs> news is sad a lot of the time so uh three-time oscar winner daniel day lewis is quitting acting after four years.
1: Four decades four decades god but um yeah this is sad
0: yeah um he's a great actor obviously he won three oscars uh he was fantastic and there will be blood
3: if you haven't seen it um it's not too sad i don't think i think people just need I, yeah he's they just old need too kind of, yeah Yeah. So, um, and you could come out of retirement. Like, I think the only person who's never come out of retirement so far has been uh, Sean Connery. That's notable. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, Daniel Day Lewis. I only know him from a few things, like Lincoln, and stuff like that. But you know, I know he's a good director. I mean, a good actor. My bad. But um, yeah, one of the best. So, yeah, it sucks, but he might be back. You never know.
2: That's true. I don't think I've seen any of his movies, and if I have, I didn't recognize him at the time, but honestly, this is sad news, I never want to see an actor retire because it's the what they're famous for, everyone loves them for it, so, yeah, it's a bit sad.
0: But well, it was his Life decision, yeah. so yeah. I respect that. Yeah. Um, moving on to the next news, uh, 20th Century Fox is, <laughs> size, uh is working on a kid-friendly Fantastic Four reboot. After its 2015 failed attempt, which flopped critically and financially, so let's get into this amazing
2: news.
1: Retweet um. to make Fantastic Four angry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a horrible idea. Why? Why are they doing this? You guys were changing in the 90s and 2000s and 2015, and you failed all three of them. You can just them out. Yeah, exactly. You guys suck. You should be ashamed of yourself. Go home and think about what you did. <laughs> Fantastic Four has no place in Fox anymore. Give them back to Marvel. Exactly. Do I, uh,
0: and I feel like they're... Um, kid-friendly shouldn't be what they're aiming for. What they should be aiming for is to make it family-oriented. Not in the way like it should be necessarily for families, but um, it should be based around the family, which a lot of... I wish a lot of... Um, like... Interpre- interpretations have got wrong um, so I don't understand making it kid friendly doesn't do it. just
3: why not to mention no one wants a this fun, not to mention building a family fundamental around them but yeah. having the kid Franklin uh, Richard I mean whatever his name is Franklin Richards there isn't he like one of the most powerful characters in Marvel Universe now he is yeah like, if you don't build the family around the Fantastic Four, and then you have a kid like that with them, it just doesn't make sense, and you don't know the weaknesses of each character trying to handle the most powerful kid like ever. No one yeah. wants this. No, yeah, I don't really care about it either, I'm not
0: gonna lie. I don't- I probably won't see it, uh, to be honest.
1: Well, they fucked up four times, so I don't know why they feel the need uh, to do it again. there was actually again. a
3: perfect version of it a year ago, but you just won't see it, and that's the truth now. <laughs> mm, yeah. I uh, I
2: hope this goes. Okay, cool. go.
3: <laughs> so,
0: uh next, uh Watchmen television series is in the works at HBO with Damon Lindelof uh to develop it.
1: Yeah. Um I always thought Watchmen would work better as a mini series. Yeah, I agree. So I like Zack Snyder's movie, but it would have been a better mini series, like uh six parts. So I'm glad they're doing this. It's pretty cool.
3: I'd say divide it into 12 parts, you know, just for consistency, and because it fits the clock motif of it all, and it matches the book's 12 chapters anyways.
2: Right. I haven't seen Watchmen because um, when I first saw it in 2009, I got scared and watched it again, so I hope this one is better, not better, but better for me, because I'm scared of Watchmen, so hopefully I'm more scared of watching this one, and it's on HBO, which is amazing. HBO. Yeah, down, so
0: they're yeah, getting a lot, of, they're, a lot of stuff.
2: Yeah, whatever they come up with, I can't wait to see it.
0: All right, so another huge piece of news that uh devoured Twitter in the last uh two or three weeks. Um, Amy Pascal confirms that Sony's Venom movie will have some connection to the MCU. Um, later it was revealed that Pascal misspoke and Venom will not be in the MCU.
3: This is like the Han Solo movie, it's just one big mess, and I don't want yeah. it. Yeah, Sony is... they are just, just
2: not doing well. <laughs> um, what is going on? They keep going back and forth. Oh yeah, Venom's gonna be in the MCU. Oh, no, he's not. Okay, it's gonna be some connections in the MCU. It's gonna be the same reality.
1: What yeah, do they, I, I don't... they're like, they're, they're trying to purposely mess with us, because yesterday... They were like, it's in the same universe, but not in the same reality. Like, I, I have no clue what? what's going on anymore. Like, I have, like, they're I think they're legitimately just trying to mess with people at this point because, like, they've gone back and forth, like, at least ten times. So, what,
0: I... What do you guys say? I think maybe it could have been Sony asking for attention or something. It really should. Yeah.
2: It well, maybe they're thought. not done with the negotiations, Nick. Like, maybe they're talking, maybe you should be, maybe not. Maybe they're just asking questions that shouldn't be asked. Yeah, um Venom, Silver, Cat, Black Sable, I don't care about any of them. But just just make a names of you. It's not that hard. Yeah. Or they could
3: just split it up like I said on Twitter, just have Sony have Miles and then build around him and have Marvel have um Peter. It would Here's just work. Thing.
0: People can't tell the difference between D C characters and Marvel characters.
3: So yeah. the the whole
0: difference like um like oh so there's this spider-man and this spider-man it's gonna be confusing and i think it's unnecessary
2: yeah and by the way like, like these are his villains and he's not gonna be in these movies so it makes no sense it's like it's like putting joker in a movie without anybody else just except for him going down after some bad guys It doesn't make sense do this and people are gonna be confused they're gonna wonder who spider-man is and, like, well
3: we're already he... gonna have that with the animated
2: movie isn't miles True. gonna be the main animated guy. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that if they, if Miles, I love Miles Miles, guys, so, yeah. I don't want Sony to have him to themselves, just saying. Just, just Yeah, saying that's, that's a good thing. And I want to see him in the MCU as well, because, you know, just, just. So does Tom Holland,
3: which is nice. I want to see both Peter and Miles on the screen together.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But the thing that makes Miles Miles is, like, Peter's death, but he only stays there for, like two minutes and then he comes back so
0: that's Seem what happens a, a lot
2: yeah in, you know, stuff yeah it so. works a big place yeah. i would like to spider-man yeah spider-man
3: spider-man
0: um so next piece of news um tom holland confirms the popular fan theory that peter parker is the young kid in iron man 2 the one that uh you know uh, it's at the end, at the fight, and he's, like, oh, he has the Iron Man mask on.
2: Yeah, Iron Man saves him. He's yeah. Like, Good work, dude.
3: People were collectively losing their minds over it, and it was so annoying to see on the timeline, because it's just something super small, really. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's not I'm really, sure. like, a big thing. I mean, it's just... I, I, And I think it's not... Like, when they were making... um. When they were making Iron Man 2, I don't think they had that in mind. That hey, let's just hey, let's put um this kid in who might be Peter Parker. You know, 14 years later, if we ever get the rights to Spider-Man back, like they weren't thinking of that. So I know, like when the movie was made, I'm I'm sure that the director was not trying to, you know, signify that that was Peter Parker. But now it's just kind of being like rewritten. So it it is what it is.
3: That's what I yeah. like about it. Iron Man 2 has some redeeming factors now
1: yeah it has one
3: yeah
2: it's one of the worst Peter being in Iron Man 2 it kind of like makes Spider-Man Homecoming I want the movie's not out yet but I can say it makes it better a little bit because you kinda see why he idolizes Iron Man because he was there when he saved his life and plus he was a big fan anyways and this is Peter growing up in a world with all these heroes that he turns into one so of course he idolizes Spider-Man I mean Iron Man so, yeah, I think it's a nice little twist that we didn't know about. I'm pretty sure it. It's all connected. I mean. Indeed. So, so, you know, uh, yeah. Iron Man 2 Special Edition. Peter Parker, he's the main character now, and he has a piece of paper on. Yeah, he's, he's whatever. Next topic. Extended cut. Alright, so,
0: the next topic is that, um... Spidey's origin is revealed in uh, Spider-Man the animated show's the new video.
1: I think the important the important part about this bit of news is that we saw the animation style that they're going for and it is horrendous. Um so yeah, that's that's everything about to know. it's terrible. Yeah, I agree. It, specifically the animation and the voice acting. I it just yeah. it's just bad. I mean it's just really bad. It's not even like a lovable annoying.
3: It's just annoying as
1: hell. Yeah, I I can't believe, the Spectacular Spider-Man is one of my favorite t- television series of all time and my favorite animated series of all time, and it has I'm great, great has great animation, has great voice acting um, from Josh Keaton. Uh, it's just great all around, and this looks like they took the Spectacular Spider-Man story, and then put awful animation and really bad voice acting with it. So, I, just like eh. I guess it, it is what it is. The thing Spider-Man
3: animated story is that like you have the whole world to work with and not much constraint. So the fact that they're really dropping the ball already is just. Uh...
1: Yeah, I. It's not. <laughs> this isn't even a part of the show and they've already like completely messed it up. So <laughs> we haven't even seen a clip from the first episode yet. So, yeah. Have
3: you guys seen those uh, Ant-Man
1: shorts? Yeah, yeah. Those are. Those, awesome. are, those, those are worse. Are great. Uh, wait, like, are you for real? You like those? Yeah, I, I, really like, them. I like. I like the, the animation. Style. Well, I like, I like the idea. I just don't really like the animation style. The animation stories like are nice.
0: It moves at like four pre- um, yeah. Yeah, frames. per second.
1: I understand what they're going for, but it's just it's. We live in modern times where it's like you could do so much better, and I get you're trying to be stylistic with it, but like we can it's do novel. like amazing animation at this
2: point, and I' you know. Inspired. I think, I think the short wasn't as bad as people say it was, because I like, did yeah. a lot of bad stuff, like, so, um, I think that it's a bunch of fan servers, there's no reason to be doing this, like, uh, I forgot his name, but yeah, he's like, um, send this to my son, Smythe, Alistair, Smythe, and I'm like, oh god, you're really pushing it in your face, just, yeah, well, the is thing is, around. is that
3: this is for kids, too, like, sure. we got all these nice animated shows when we grew up, and now that kids are getting trashed
1: they don't believe yeah i just i wish the children could experience great things like spectacular spider-man and the mtv spider-man show
0: make a season three
1: yeah i i don't understand like they the show got cut off too early because you know rights issues and we never got to see scorpion or carnage so i i really wish they would just do season three because there was still a few villains that i would love to see in spectacular spider-man and josh keaton is the greatest voice of spider-man of all time and nobody's ever going to top him even Drake Bell. So <laughs> I, I just sick, Bell. Yeah, it, Drake Bell is honestly worse worse than any Spider Man voice actor. But Josh oh, Keaton is yeah, so good in Spectacular Spider Man. He's so good.
0: Yeah. yeah Josh we is can always
1: Yeah, I am a bit of a shill because it's a great show. Like the yeah, writing's great, the animation's great, and the voice acting's top notch, so you know.
3: Right now is the perfect time to say I haven't seen it, right?
1: Oh, gosh. Absolutely. I mean, it's actually not that long. It's only two seasons, and they're like really yeah. short. But.
0: I'm, 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 I'm working um, through it right now. Uh, I bought
1: the Blu-ray. I think, Blu-ray. Um, I think for me, that's the definitive version of Spider-Man, and that's what Blu-ray. I was hoping Spider-Man Homecoming was going for. I like I like Raimi's, but like I like the portrayal of Spider-Man yeah. more in the spectacular Spider-Man. Although I think obviously like the Raimi movies are better, but the actual portrayal of Spider Man in like the high school world that he lives in is perfect in Spectacular Spider Man. So it's like literally you can't get better than that.
2: The high school thing is what was missing out of Ultimate Spider Man. Like after season two, it's basically all Spider Man and no Peter. So I yeah. was hoping they would do that in this new series, but sometimes like they're not. They're not for something pretty horrible. So um yeah, Spectacular Spider Man is my definitive version of Spider-Man, awesome. I hope so. Tom Holland can like bring that into Spider-Man: Homecoming too. Yeah,
0: definitely. And we'll have a bunch of coverage. I'll just plug it right now. We'll have a bunch of Spider-Man stuff for July.
1: Yeah, my v- my review is coming the first weekend of Spider-Man: Homecoming's release, the yeah, first Sunday.
0: Cute. Jacob's very passionate about it, apparently. Apparently.
1: Apparently. Um, apparently. apparently.
0: So, I, I guess this would be like, um, we'll go one by one, but four trailers dropped in the past two to three days. Um, Woo. the first is The Greatest Showman.
1: Yeah. Thoughts? Eh. It's- <laughs> it's okay.
3: Yeah, it's- it's like, eh. It looks like it was it's gonna fine. be a precursor to The Prestige and I got excited because Hugh Jackman <laughs> and Magic work, and then I saw it and I was like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah. It
0: looks
3: like a generic inspirational movie. Not that the message is bad or and anything, but it comes out it's in December.
0: Generic. You know what that means?
3: Oscars. Oscar bait. Oscars. And exactly it
0: also
1: it is. also means that it's going to get completely overshadowed by uh, uh, The Last Jedi. Probably. So
0: yeah, yeah, that uh, sucks for you guys. But it looks
1: okay. It has Zendaya. It nice. Yeah.
0: It, yeah. The cast is amazing. It, and I love Hugh Jackman in singing movies.
2: Yeah, oh. I would think, yeah, Hugh Jackman is great. Yeah, I'm um, kind of excited seeing Zendaya in more stuff, and seeing her more as a more, like, serious actor than just being a Disney star. I kind of like that, so yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so...
2: is
3: a really versatile actress.
1: She's really good. I, <laughs> I actually, love her. I
0: know. I only saw her in, like, uh, Keys when my sister's watching,
1: so. Oh. Well, she's actually, like, she's a really good actress when she applies herself, and she can do a lot of different roles, so... That's
2: awesome. Yeah.
1: Um, so next up we have Jumanji, welcome to the jungle.
2: Oh.
1: Yeah. Yay. I actually like this I'm not I, I did I liked it too. I just I liked watched it. It.
0: it. I like the trailer. It's it's fun and it and it feels cool. I like how they made it a video game instead of a board game. Yeah, yeah. It's
1: something original. That is, it
3: looks no one plays board games. Yeah. It's dumb but charming
2: in a yeah. sense. Because okay, if they if uh, they
1: had if they had the kids play a board game, it would be one of the most unrealistic things in the entire world and, so
2: and just a little bit of a nerd critique i hate how they're playing a an nes and then they go to the screen and it's like so clear like, <laughs> oh the graphics don't work like that like, more like jumanji welcome to rotten tomatoes 90 percent, 40 percent, dude <laughs> it's not a bad the critics
3: much. just don't get it jeremy that's what it is it's the funniest yeah. movie of the summer go
2: see baywatch jumanji so is too complex for your little minds
1: yeah it's too complex for you
2: Imagine um, $200 million open a weekend.
0: Imagine if they found a board game, and, and they would be like, "Hey, let's just throw it out.
3: They should like, make a Monopoly movie where it's just kids finding a Monopoly board in their school basement. Hire me, Sony. Yeah, yeah.
0: but it, I, I like a like, fish-out-of-water type of story. So, this looks like it'll be that. Um, our next one, Inhumans. Uh, Dropped the trailer, and personally, I am very just sighed on it because
1: it looks like pretty not good.
0: It looks pretty not good. You're, you're correct.
1: The okay, the costume design in the show is some of the worst I've ever seen like in anything, look, I like ever.
0: Here's the thing that here's the thing that confuses me it's in it's Marvel's first IMAX TV show attempt, right? And the CG doesn't look good. The costumes don't look good it just doesn't look good and the cinematography looks bland
3: it doesn't look great everything about it looks bland that's the thing the acting the yeah. line delivery
2: just I was
0: i was gonna i was gonna see it in imax but after like before everything it's like the cheesy cw cast picture thing
2: yeah and, uh it just i why?
1: Yeah, uh, like...
2: Nice black bolt wearing leather in space, dude.
1: Why? What is Medusa's wig and her purple, like, here's thing? The, like, like, what Halloween is that? Costume. Yeah, I know, like, it legitimately looks like they went to a Halloween store and just bought <laughs> bought a ton of random stuff. Because, no, no, like, no, here's
0: the thing. It doesn't even look like a Halloween store. Like, Halloween stores have better costumes than that. It looks like they made it out of, like, random stuff they found in their house.
1: Medusa's costume <laughs> and her hair is... Like Legitimately one of the funniest things I've ever seen because it's not even like I there's no way you can take her seriously like And
0: that's the thing like Medusa is an awesome character and her hair is one of her defining features and when you make a stupid wig Is the actress really worth that much?
3: The whole (laughs) humans thing is interesting it's like the visuals of Valerian should be that in humans everything about it is so exactly. like trippy and weird and they made it this like HGTV show with some actors and leather on it
2: yeah and I also hate how like the humans are like cosmic and they're from a different planet and stuff and then they go to earth that that's really oh yeah so original a group of outsiders from a different place But guys it earth. has a dog a giant oh. CGI dog the CGI isn't even good <laughs> Clifford looks better a dog I swear <laughs> but- it's poster for enough. Inhumans has more color than this whole trailer. That's absolutely true. I'm that's not gonna true.
3: lie, I like how it's in Hawaii, though. It's not New York. Oh, yeah, I did notice that. Yeah, that,
1: yeah. that's one, one positive that's, we can come over with.
0: There we go. Cinema Sins count. Sins, everything but Ooh. that.
1: Okay, and then the last trailer is Death Note. So
0: Yes. I actually enjoyed this trailer. I'm I'm excited because Adam Wingard.
3: Oh, yeah, I was hyped
0: the for guest. Willem Dafoe. Willem me, Defoe me too. He's gonna, he looked awesome. You saw more of him in this trailer. Uh, it was much better than the last one. I, I'm really excited. Um, especially after I, I recently saw, um, Netflix's, uh, Netflix's, uh, second film they did, Okja. And I really enjoyed that. So, I'm excited to see what they, and I was a huge Death Note fan, a fan as a kid. Oh. I was, I was a huge dweeb, so, uh.
1: Well, I yeah. Grew up with Death Note. Yeah. He grew up with Death Note. Uh, the trailer looks whatever. It's not really... At least it's free. Because yeah. I have Netflix.
3: It's nothing too <laughs> special, but it doesn't look bland. That's the most important yeah. thing. And I got yeah. a feel for the series and what the story's about, at least. And yeah. it's somewhat interesting. It's like, yeah. we can save the world, and then they slowly turn to not saving the world. The only thing that doesn't settle well with me is that it is whitewashed. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, like I like the
3: entire thing' it's, it's, it all takes place in Japan yeah. in the in the series. Well it looks like there was some uh, shots in Seattle too and being a Washington native, I know that uh, Seattle's very diverse and that there are a lot of Asian Americans in here. Yes and but the point is that
0: the characters are cool. aren't. but yeah yeah, I see what you're yeah. saying. but the whole thing is kind of like centered around. I, this is a very like controversial topic, of course. So,
2: I well, just I it mean, doesn't
0: sit well with me. It shouldn't be hard to find diverse actors.
3: That's the thing.
0: But everyone makes it. Uh, everyone makes it hard to cast diverse actors nowadays.
2: Yeah, um, <laughs> you just call
0: So it's just that's disappointing. I mean, other than that, I'm pretty up. So. Instead of asking, um, like, what is your favorite piece of news during the week, what's your favorite trailer, guys, out of the ton of trailers we got? Black Panther. Yeah, Black
3: Panther. Very easily.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Black
1: Panther won that without question.
2: 100%. We got fake wigs, CGI dogs, we got whitewashed, we got Kevin Hart Rock Running the Jungle, we have um, Hugh Jackman and zendaya running the circus um we have black panther yeah i'm gonna go with that yeah
1: yeah i agree so, so that's this week's seconds. podcast
0: we are done with all this news and um okay. so yeah um this is where we tell you to go to places and check out stuff
1: oh here we go here goes the ultimate sure. huge plug
0: yeah um so of course um our our website is doing an amazing job nowadays uh especially since we've had a new editor in chief, uh, that's really fun. And we have, we're gonna have like, we had a, a, a huge step up in um, how many writers we have and how many articles we have. So definitely check out that, our YouTube, uh, we're usually one a week, but some ne- ne- over July we're gonna have two a week. Um, also, My Baby Driver review will be up this weekend and the week after, Jacob will review Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, always check out us on twitter for news uh turn on notifications and always find out uh what we're tweeting about um and of course check out our other podcasts and if you made it this far you've checked out this one so thank you
1: yeah yes
0: so see ya
1: um goodbye